Grand Rising, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time it is, you're listening to this podcast. I'd like to say welcome. This is Thoughts of a Black Girl. Okay, so I'm coming to you a little late, but not too late, right? You, you didn't have to wait too long. I had so much going on um the other day that time just got away from me and I did not find any time to be able to come on here sorry I just had to take a drink of water and I'm realizing so much right now like I decided that my birthday's coming up right and I was looking at my finances and thoughts of a black girl second annual uh, youth explosion is supposed to be coming up. Matter of fact, speaking of, I, I need to uh, post a GoFundMe. So if you are familiar with thoughts of a black girl, what I'm going to do is post a GoFundMe on the website and GoFundMe on the Facebook page and as well as Instagram page and just give everyone an opportunity to donate. Um, when I did my first youth explosion it was at the time where I was stepping out on faith and I was utilizing my savings and um and investments and different investment my different investment accounts to fund thoughts of a black girl and it's a non-profit but I realized you know if money isn't coming in and it's not something I realize I've been knowing this as a financial major, you know, someone who knows money <laughs> and if money is going out faster than it comes in, it's going to dwindle. Right. And investments were not investments that were giving fast turnaround. They're investments that you sit and you keep for long term. So if I really wanted to see growth, yes, you know, they may be maturing at five, 10 years, but if I'm pulling them out at year seven or I'm pulling them out early, then I'm not going to see the full potential of what that investment could have grew to. And that's for any type of investment. If you're putting an investment in, it's not like playing the lotto or, you know, um, some type of, you know, whim skill type of return you have to know that a lot of times when you're investing especially in the stock market or in um roth iras and different uh different um different uh, so i keep saying different retirement accounts and things like that you're going to see investments uh grow biggest return when it's long term when it's um something that you do over a span 20 years you know and um for me i stepped out on faith and i knew that i wanted to launch my nonprofit full throttle i knew i wanted to give back i also made a move i moved my businesses we i mean there was a lot going on so I basically emptied almost all of my savings and all of my um, investment accounts. Now I have still have some investment accounts. I, I even have money overseas that I have no way of being able to get back. So that's a warning. I don't know if I've given you all that warning before, but there, uh, my warning to you is um, 
try to if you're investing in in accounts that are overseas um be be real diligent be weary and be uh be very um educated on before you invest how and what are and the steps and the process to obtaining your money once you have invested because that's what I found like and it may be meant right at this point it's like I found that I invested um a few hundred dollars uh across these and I'm watching you know accumulate but when I go to withdraw it is like pulling teeth that are not ready to come out and it's just not easy and so at this point I'm like okay well it's just gonna sit <laughs> so now <laughs> it's just sitting and I mean and I didn't even reinvest the money that's sitting because I was so frustrated with the process of trying to withdraw so um which is fine, you know, you live and you learn, but, you know, as a pointer or little nugget for whoever's listening to this, do your research, <laughs> you know, um, I am reminded of God's word, you know, um, my people perish from lack of knowledge. Well, it doesn't even have to be just the perishing of someone you know, possibly dying, but it's just as, it's as simple as not doing your full research, not knowing something and getting into something, whether that's money, food, whatever a case may be, the detriment, the, the, um, consequence is going to be something dwindling, something perishing, something not going the way that you would have hoped or would want. So I realized that um, when I can't, you know, when I can't get my money out of my account or even the when I tapped into um, my investment accounts and my retirement accounts to live off of, to... Um, invest in my businesses and do ex youth explosion, which, you know, I, I'm in a situation now where, yeah, my money is income is good, but it is not as much as I had. I'm not making what I made before. I'm not even making, and I could, you know, if I applied myself and I'm not quite yet making what I would have, you know, what I was making when I was working, uh, for, for the government. So I know that I'm going to accumulate the wealth and the riches and all the things that are promised to me in time because all good things come in time. And, but I have to rebuild my investments. I have to rebuild my savings. And in order to do that, I have to ensure that less money is going out than coming in. Right. And, for a good two years, more money was going out than coming in. I mean, not only was there a ability for me to save, but there was shopping, traveling, investing, reinvesting, pulling out. I mean, it's a constant um, cycle of spending and 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 giving and receiving. So, I. I noticed like I've been prolonging a lot of things that I would have had already underway 
and I'm already getting into I'm already a month behind schedule on some of the things that I um, planned for the youth explosion and I would like I didn't even get a chance to get with the committee yet or the volunteers and a lot of the volunteers that volunteered last year the teens they're all going off to college this summer so it's like do I not throw the event because all my volunteers are going off to college or do I take throw the event and try to make sure that it's it lands in a day that is conducive to their open houses because they're all graduating and conducive to before they get they go off to college because they're all going to different places all over the country so it's kind of like am I going to still have the second annual youth explosion so I put it in God's hands and I spoke to someone who volunteer um who donated so much last year uh, when it comes to food and candy and things for the kids they donated big time and she and I said you know what do you think I was like I was supposed to do second annual youth explosion but I keep prolonging it and it's like getting to a point where I've been procrastinating and I'm in the school and I'm going to end up not getting it to the kids like I want them to want them to have if I'm not going to be you know available like I was prior year and she was like just start a GoFundMe me and my husband will donate for sure I was like wow why didn't I ever think of this I could have did that last year and kept my money in the in in investment accounts like recycling I would have been just fine with that but why didn't I think of that so she mentioned that and that's been about already three weeks to a month ago and I still haven't started it so embarrassing enough being transparent I have been procrastinating I have so much going on within the energy things that I'm trying to balance out kind of seeing where I want to go because there's a passion of mine that's calling with thoughts of a black girl but then I'm now in a position where I'm going to be right there in the high school right there in the schools in the education system being able to provide what I love to do teach business entrepreneurship all the things that I do anyway right doing it for for work and then also being allotted the ability to bring thoughts of a black girl and have and have that as an element to a club and programs that the school has available to their mind um, to their minorities or to their black to the I mean anybody's welcome but really to to the black uh, community and I'm really excited about this opportunity and that God has opened this door. So because this is happening, it's taken a lot of my time, especially this summer when I have to start planning what and how everything's going to go forth, what I'm going to, how I'm going to start implementing what they, what they have to learn and then implementing what you know, I'm led to teach them based on what I believe is nuggets to take into this world as you are going and transitioning from a young adult into an adulthood without your parents. And what I, you know, as you listen to my podcast, you know that I am not for stigmas, false belief systems, and all those things. So not only am I going to show them statistics, yes, okay, this is a statistic. This you, They think this way. This is the numbers on this. This is the data. But 
do not succumb yourself to what the data says. Be the outlier, right? And I believe that's what I'm going to name this particular segment. Be the outlier. Don't You do not have to conform to the statistics, to the numbers, to, but it is wise to know what it is. It is wise to know because people perish from lack of knowledge. So if you have knowledge and you're knowledgeable in the area of business, in the area of investment, in the area of money, and you are a minority or someone who whose odds have been stacked against them, do not let what those particular numbers, what those uh, data statistic data for your town, for your country, for your city, whatever. Don't let it stagger you. Don't let it hold you back because you are an individual here with your own individual handprints and you can be the outlier. Your All it takes is your mindset, your drive, your motivation, your self-motivation, people that God may place in your life to give you those pushes that you may need to be that outlier. I am an outlier. I'm an outlier to this day. There's things that I have over um, succumbed to, but also I have um, triumphed over. I have made it out of. I did not have to succumb to a lot of the things that the statistics say I had to. There are some things that, yes, statistically, I probably fell into that divorcee, kids, uh, a a few kids out of wedlock, uh, some of the things that are prone to happen sometimes to poverty, to, to to poverty, people in poverty, to people who are minorities, to people who don't have the same, uh, opportunities available to them. Just all, some of those things, yes, may, I may have had to be succumbed to, but I don't have to allow it to define who I am, how I operate or my future or my current now. And that's one of the things that I strive to make sure that I'm not someone's statistic. I'm not someone's just another number. I'm not just another birth certificate, uh, social security number that they're trading. I am the outlier to all of that. And I truly believe it. And I am confident in that. Okay. So what I'm going to instill into those who are in my life, those who I teach, those who come onto my podcast is that you can be the outlier as well. You do not have to succumb to your circumstances. You may already have things where you have been gifted in areas that I might not have been gifted in as, or you don't have the same, you have more things and opportunities available to you. So you may not even relate to having to um, be an outlier. But even if you can't relate and you do have opportunity, more opportunities available to you, you didn't have to see the struggle. Like my children didn't really have to see the same struggle as I did. And when they have their children, their children shouldn't have to see the same, any type of struggles that they didn't have to see. Cause I'm making, a, I'm making a way for them to move forward, making a way for them to break cycles and generational curses and stigmas that keep the color, the race bound, that keep the mentality bound, that keep poverty stricken, communities. So those things 
are very important and dear to my heart. So I'm going to make sure I instill those into those young adults that are going to going out and making a life for themselves. And I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited that you're here listening today. And I need to make sure that I am taking the time to show you all appreciation for listening to my podcast, being consistent. If you've been listening for the last few years, thank you. I appreciate you. It has not gone unnoticed. I see, I don't see who's listening, but I see every listener and every listener and every uh, comment or voice on here, whatever, uh, however you reach out to me, it counts. And I'm not, and I'm counting it. And it's not gone unnoticed at all whatsoever so I appreciate those who stay consistent listening and trying to uh, mold their lives into something greater something better because ultimately the your life is in your hands and you are the creator of your reality and you're able to make things happen and it's all really starts with the mindset starts with with your what you're learning which you're feeding your your mind which your what's your food for thought and then that thought go grows into a fruition a, a manifestation or something that is real and tangible that you can see and that's how you know that your thoughts are aligning up because they have transitioned to giving you the best possible life, making you the outlier. So I'm, I'm hoping that um, as, the, as time goes forth and as those things are revealed that everyone takes heed, I'm learning even myself um, how I can be excuse me, one way or do one thing and then literally know, find out that I was wrong in that thing and have to switch up and have to go about it a whole nother way. So not only do I realize that I am, I sit on gold mines. I'm, I haven't done uh, what my business is. I haven't been promoting my businesses. I actually took the availability to, to uh, book off of my website because I'm so busy with with the students at school literally when I'm leaving the school now I am tired so I am finding myself in bed super early if if I don't have to cook and I'm buying something I would prefer to buy it even though I love to cook I'm a natural I'm really good at it it's passionate but being so tired that you don't want to cook, you just want to lay out. So just buying some food, even if you do have food and just lay, eating and laying down and and waking up and doing it all over again. And I'm finding the things that I have to focus on or that I'm supposed to be focusing on when I am outside of the school. I just don't have the energy to do. So allowing people to book, I originally was going to allow people to book lashes and makeup services. And this is the season, prom, graduation. I mean, I have I have about three on standby right now waiting for me to open my books. Three. Um, and it might not sound like a lot to you, but three clients turn into six clients, turn into 10 clients, turn into a lot. And especially during this season. And I like, 
I have them on the books like, okay, tell me when your graduation is. Okay, I got y'all, I got y'all, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And then, you know, another girl see me like, what's up? I, I've been wanting my makeup done. I'm graduating. I'm okay, 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 right? But if I'm not motivated to do anything but rest and rest my body, my head and lay down, I'm not going to be motivated to be doing someone's lashes for two and a half hours because that's how long it takes, two and a half hours doing someone's makeup for an hour I I don't I don't have the motivators within me when I'm tired and so I'm finding myself resting on the weekend I keeping my books closed because I uh, I just knew before um I started when I first started you know volunteering or helping out at the school because that's what I was you know originally was going to do just you know volunteer or help out for the first month I knew then, like, okay, when I leave here, I am not going to. I tried it a couple times, and it was like, no, I ain't going to do this. I am not about to work from, you know, wake up at 5, go to work at 7, and work throughout the, all the way through the evening till 9 o'clock when my, I get finished with my last client doing their lashes or their makeup. Uh, yeah, no right? Because I have to give some time to myself. I have to have time for myself. And it may sound selfish or something, but I want that the rest that the equivalent or not equivalent, but the adequate amount of rest that I'm supposed to get, I want to get, I want to be able to give time to myself for peace of mind where I'm not thinking about what's due, what I need to do, who's coming over to do this or what, do I have enough products for this or this and that? Do I need to order more glue? Do I need to order more inventory? There is a list of things, right? So not only that, but then I, the nonprofit is, is, you know, I am over that. So not only do I have that, but I have the nonprofit and I'm constantly like, okay, I have to, I have to get busy with it, right? Yes, my websites are paid up and all that. And, the, and you can order online if you want um, any type of clothing. If you're interested in Victoria's Testimony, Volume 1 and Volume 2, you can order that online on Amazon.com uh those or Barnes and Noble. So I have books that are that you can you can uh access that are that are great soul ranching books that will help you, guide you, lead you, open your mind, expand your mind, or you can in or you may not relate to the books at all and you walk away like, dang, she really triumphed. She really made it through. Whatever judgment you might make from that, it's gonna be a blessing to you and so I have that available as well and again like I said the clothing um, apparel for thoughts of a black girl is all available on thoughtsofablackgirl.com and if you're interested in sending me an email or in services outside of that you can still go to black uh, thoughtsofblackgirl.com or you can send me an email at toabginc at gmail.com but it's just a constant movement of things all around me so a lot of times when I start to think about even the taxes I'm so thankful that I got done with them and got done with them on time but even what I noticed about myself and there's some of the things that you have to start evaluating yourself so that you can pinpoint who and what makes you tick, who and what you are, what you like, what you don't like, what you're willing to sacrifice, what are you willing to deal with. And so for me, 
I have to make sure that I don't shut down because a lot of times if I am feel boggled down or I feel I feel like I have this to get done, this again and all these all these things to get done, all these deadlines and I know that I might not make it or I know that it's overwhelming to think about once I do make it to these deadlines, what's due next or what has to happen next. That is very overwhelming. That definitely will cause me to be like, you know what? I ain't going to do none of it. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to see it. But I have to get to the point where it's an investment in self. If I am putting the time, the effort, the money into it, the love, the passion, then I should see that. In return, I, I should see that I sh- and but if I if I don't have the energy, then I'm not going to see it and I'm and I'm going to put it to the side. So that's one of the things I'm working on right now is trying to get to a point or to a place where things are are be things are going forth right and i am motivated to not only look at things maybe knock them out one at a time one thing at a time but not be so over um stimulated or not even that word but be so over um have so much going on or be overwhelmed with the amount of work that I may or may have to do when if I look at it from one uh, each segment from each time that it would be due or from each benchmark that I'm trying to make it would be so much better for me to accomplish the things I need to accomplish without feeling overwhelmed and breaking down I don't know if you're going, if you go through that, if you do, that's, you know, I hope that what I just said was a snippet of how you can handle that in that position. If you're ever in that position where you feel demotivated or you have feel overwhelmed and you just have so much on your plate, but you have deadlines and things you want to meet. I know that just sounds like something that people do go through on a regular basis. So if I can make you know, suggestions on how this could be a a better transition or how things can work out possibly better for you, then so be it, right? So be it. But I... I hope that, yeah, that to me, what I have just spoke on to me is addition, you know, is what I would consider the nuggets of investment, the the financial tip, you know, because it is everything for you to be able to focus, for you to be able to take on your task, for you to be the outlier, for you to be the one willing to invest in yourself, put the time in, put the time into your businesses, put the time into the things that you love to do for to your calling, because you only get one. You don't only get one business, but you only get, you know, 
the time that you're given, the time that you're allotted, which is not something that you can put a time frame on. So since you don't know, it's best to continue to just do the most with what you've got. Continue to um, be the greatest that you can be and try and not even try and not compare yourself with the next person the next person who did it and and didn't do it the next person who looks like this and don't look like that and the next person who this and that no no put that to the wayside all them thoughts all them negative thoughts all them all that negative self-talk there's no place in your life for it so I would say remove it don't even entertain it if it starts to come up walk away And things work out so much better. So um, one other thing I wanted to grace. So what I the other day. I had a friend tell me something and I wanted to bring it up in here. And they they told me, you know, what do you rate yourself fresh face out the mirror if Beyonce is an eight? I was thinking it. I took it wrong at first. I took it like, what you trying to say? You know, I didn't say this verbatim, but you know, I'm telling you all this, but I was like, what are you, I'm thinking like, what you trying to say? Why do I got to rate myself and compare my, and, and he, and it's so funny because he didn't say compare yourself to Beyonce. He rated Beyonce an eight fresh face out the shower. So ultimately I took that as, what are you trying to say about me? Like, why you rate me you know why you want me to rate myself if you put a scenario out there that Beyonce was an eight first of all I ain't Beyonce I don't have the money to have someone standing by every day to make sure I have the best facial cleaning products to make sure my face is flawless without makeup so that's for one two this is thoughts of a black girl and I'm going to be transparent with you. I'm a dark skinned black woman and the world, who am I rating against? Because if I'm rating against the Creole fair skinned woman, then of course the world is going to choose the fair skin because they've been conditioned to be choosing the paper bag. Nothing darker than the paper bag. It's been before it's been the same thing since slavery, you know? So what, what scale are we rating? Are we being real? Are we being honest? Am I supposed to be rating myself just based on who I am and how I feel as an individual? Because if so, I'm a 10. If so, I'm if I'm rating myself, then I'm beautiful and I'm flawless just because of who I am and my mental. And because I'm so loving on the inside, it shines outside. So it doesn't even matter. That's how I truly feel. But if you want to do that, you know, what the social norm and what the you know the data says then I don't know what I would rate myself what you know maybe a seven maybe an eight whatever the case may be but what where is this coming from right superficially so what I did was I took my makeup off my lashes off and I took the picture straight out the shower I sent it to uh, my friend no response, but just okay. Then I went ahead and went to school and I showed some kids. So I had a mixed result. I had kids who were like, you know, you look, you know, cool. You look good. Don't wear makeup. You look better without it. And then I had a whole group, another group of kids like, where's your makeup at? Where's your lashes at? 
I was like, well, I just thought I wanted to be natural, you know. Can you just please just put the lashes on? I have one one group of kids like, don't wear lashes at all. You're so pretty without it. Then I had one group of kids talking about, don't no, don't take lashes off. And then you can scroll on social media and you'll and have people making jokes and it and not to me, but just in general. I remember a girl saying, if they tell you you look good without lashes, they're lying. Right? This is how this girl feels. So. After all everyone's opinion, I realize everyone has an opinion. And the only one that matters is how you think and how you feel and how you see yourself. So ultimately, yes, I like the way I look with uh, naturally, but still done up. So I like the way I look with lash extensions. I like the way I look when my my eyebrows are are tailored and cut and 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 doing what they're supposed to be doing, going the way they're supposed to be doing. I I definitely love the way um, I look with or without. You know, the hair thing doesn't matter to me. I don't have to wear weave or whatever. But I love the way I look with the natural set of lashes, extensions, and my eyebrows done. So I don't have to have any type of... I don't do heavy makeup. I do think that sometimes I actually have had my makeup done professionally a couple of times. And I never really liked how I looked with professional makeup done. I felt like it was too heavy. It's too much. I don't look like myself. And I don't like it. But then there's times where I put a little bit of makeup on to cover up some scars or whatever. And I'm good. Now, are people going to have their opinion? Yes. Some people are going to probably think I'm drop dead gorgeous. Some people are going to be like, oh, she mediocre. Some people are going to be like, you know, she she ain't she's cute, but she ain't all that. I don't I don't care. Right. I don't care. And so that mentality, even though I do care when it when it comes to how I feel about myself, I do care. And it's so funny. I do care sometimes when the kids, they, they can be so blunt. So I'm around kids and I'll have a kid will be like, oh, no, like a little boy might say, take you got too much makeup on. And so I'll take it off. And then another little girl will be like, you didn't wear no lashes. Okay, then I put my lashes back on. Then, then this the little girl who loves me natural. She sees me as and and she, when she seen me, matter of fact, it was this morning. She seen me. The first thing she said, "Ugh," and walked away. I said, "What about good morning?" She's like, "Oh, good morning." I was like, and I knew it, it instantly. It was because I had lashes and makeup on. I knew that she was disgusted with the fact that I wore makeup and lashes. And I said, I can wear lashes. I like them. She's like, which I'd rather you not. And then another girl who seen me was sitting there. She's like, well, I like her makeup and lashes. It's pretty on her. So it's like everybody's going to have an opinion. Everybody's going to have something to say. You can't please everybody. It's not meant for you to. You just have to live your life at the best of your ability, doing what you love to do, being who you love to be, accepting yourself fully and comfortably how you want to accept yourself, being confident in who you are, radiating that confidence, and people are going to have to accept you or they not, period. And that's honest to God truth. So, yeah. (laughs) So anyway, this is, uh, you know, um, 
the last thing I'm going to really leave this podcast segment with is the fact that we're having a solar eclipse tomorrow in the next couple of few hours. And um, energy is heavy. And people may, you know, I feel like there may be arguments. There may be people dealing with things, emotions running high because that's how it be. Right. And so what I would say astrologically, not to say, you know, you have to do this. And yes, I still believe in God. And I do believe that prayer and meditation and all those things are great. And I use them daily. But in this particular energy... All the astronomers that I, that I, um, are all the astrologers that I'm, um, connected to. And from what I've been feeling is we just sit, we sit, we chill, we be and receive in allowance mode and allow things to go forth as they need to go forth, allow things to break off and remove that needs to be removed and break off because I believe wholeheartedly God shuts doors that don't no longer need to be open and God opens doors that are available and are for you and what is for you is for you and nothing else can get in the way of what's for you and in the due season and due process you will get exactly what you have been working for exactly what you have been wanting and wishing or waiting for it will come to you and you will not have to doubt that because If it's meant for you, it's supposed to be in your life. And if you have done the work, the process, and you have put in your diligence and you have done what you were supposed to do and you have learned and expanded how you were supposed to expand and learn, then all things that you are supposed to have are going to be available to you. And it will be definitely in God's timing. And I want to stop this segment with saying it's just like if you are getting a brand new car and you're a teenager you're not gonna get that brand new car two-seater off right off road and you don't know how to drive your parent that loves you so much that if your parent loves you know you that much they're not going to give you something even if it's for you even if it's been held up for you even if it's the bomb let's say it is that Lambo, right? Let's say it is a Lamborghini. I mean, I'm talking big because that's how I think. And it's a two-seater and it's custom made just for you. They're not going to give it to you. It may be yours, but they're not going to give it to you before you know how to drive. You have to go through the process of proving that you know how to drive. And if you feel and if you go through the process and you learn how to drive, if you are careless or you show that you're careless, you probably won't get it then either. You have to prove, be tested and be and prove, test and prove, prove and test and go through the process before things that are meant for you will come to you it doesn't mean it won't be yours it's still yours even if you're when but when you're ready in perfect timing and you a lot of times us we don't know exactly when we're ready for something but God does that's why we put it all in his hands so in this energy I suggest you sit back allow receive remove release and allow God to work in your life like 
there is no tomorrow because what tomorrow's not promised to any of us so thank you for listening thank you for being consistent thank you for being here with thoughts of a black girl and until next time god bless you and peace be with you